one. And welcome to The Scoop Podcast. I'm editor of The Scoop, Margie Echelkamp. Joining us today is Nelson McCord with Simplot Grower Solutions out of Greenville, Mississippi. Nelson, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. We've got a little weather pushing through. It's going to water some of this corn that's standing up. So we've got some good things going here. Oh, you're going to get me started off perfectly with the first question, which is how is your growing season going down there? Fingers crossed. Uh, we had some weather that delayed some of our corn planting, but uh, last couple of weeks uh, before the cutoff, we were able to get all the corn in, or at least uh, the majority of it. So everything was good there, and we've gotten some moisture since then. So things are looking really, really good right now. Healthy crops out there. Oh, that is terrific to hear, Nelson. So let tell us a little bit about your role there with Simplot Grower Solutions in Greenville. Sure. So uh, I report through my boss, Sean Rao, head of operations, who is there in Boise. And my role is more of a central role. Um, and I, I travel out to Boise quite a bit. I'll actually be out there each of the next two weeks. Uh, so I spend the majority of my time there. And whenever I'm not there, I do uh, travel around to our different Simplot Grower Solutions locations. Or if I and sitting still, it's typically here at the Simplot Grower Solutions location in Greenville, Mississippi, where my office is. But my responsibilities, well, I guess I'll start with my title. My title is Senior Manager of Retail Operations. And uh, what that means is that in addition to fleet and DOT and uh, logistics, third-party freight, uh, distribution, and what we call our business solutions group, um, I am tasked with working with Sean and then ultimately with the business operations managers throughout the organization to try to create a consistent centralized approach to what we're doing from an operating strategy and then ultimately working with those guys that are ultimately going to uh, implement that and execute on that at a local level. So I guess a quick idea of each one of those fleet DOT pretty much self-explanatory, but uh, all of our rolling stock, um, all of our driver qualification compliance, all of our stuff that goes around DOT and fleet. Um, and each one of these, I've got a, a very awesome team member that heads these up that I work alongside. Um, and I'd be remiss if I didn't say that each one of them does a heck of a job and driving each one of these categories. So uh, fortunately, it's not me trying to balance all of this or, or juggle all these balls at one time. Got very qualified, great people that are leading each one of these. Uh, but fleet DOT, the logistics third-party freight. So we, uh, we obviously have quite a bit of third-party haulers that we work with to help deliver our crop protection, our crop nutrition, seed, whatever it may be. And uh, we've got the centralized management of those contracts and uh, ensuring that, you know, we're working with each and every one of them in a way that's both beneficial for them and us as well. And then distribution, what we mean by that within Simplot Grower Solutions is once the product that we have, uh, that we're buying from suppliers or that we have our proprietary brand, uh, the distribution group then moves it around throughout our distribution network from a hub and spoke mentality. And so that uh, that team focuses on driving the inventory to the area of need and the most effective and timely manner possible. 
And then the last thing I mentioned, the business solutions group. So that is our uh, ERP implementation and training group. And with Simplot's acquisition recently of Pinnacle Agriculture, that's obviously been a, a, a very large task in getting all of the uh, Pinnacle users on the ERP that Legacy Simplot has used. And sure. so we're, we're continuing down that M&A path and we're going to continue to grow. So we know that that's going to continue to be a large, large part of uh, what we're doing and trying to drive a consistent ERP and operating system. So Nelson, you gave me a lot of paths to run down. Okay. So, but the most, most recently there, you mentioned that acquisition of Pinnacle and bringing them into the larger team of Simplot Grower Solutions. What could you just share as far as that integration and a recent milestone that you guys have achieved? So probably the, the timing around it, obviously Simplot made an, it, a very good acquisition there uh, around the timing. I think everybody knows that the ag cycle has been uh, kind of down on the pendulum swing and now seems to be back up. Unfortunately, uh, inputs are a little bit higher than our customers would like and, and we agree with them on that, but commodities have rebounded nicely. So uh, Simplot made a good timing of that purchase of Pinnacle and you know, with any any acquisition that's made, you probably don't have the full company gel as quickly as you'd want to, but I will tell you, I've not been involved in an acquisition where uh, a company buys something to the magnitude of Pinnacle like Simplot did and brings it all together as quickly. And that's attributed to all of the folks that uh, worked really, really hard and the different departments that really drove this thing and putting it all together very quickly yet set up for the long term. So kind of a double-edged sword in that you usually sacrifice one or the other. It's either you drag your feet and do what's right for the long term, or you make a knee-jerk reaction just to satisfy the immediate and you uh, lose sight of the long term. But th these folks within Simplot that drove this thing forward did a heck of a job of pulling it all together quickly and uh, looking at the long-term vision as well. Wow. So then Nelson, you also mentioned that your responsibilities cover driver compliance. And I know that, you know, we have had some additional regulations and some additional oversights come down. How are you managing those just kind of changing environment as well as the labor constraints that we're facing when it comes to CDL drivers? Yeah, I wish we were exempt from the uh, the, gl the global issue of getting people hired, but uh, we unfortunately are not. And especially from a CDL standpoint, that's obviously the lifeblood of us making deliveries to our customer base. And so we're, we're right in the thick of it. But uh, what we're trying to do, and HR is doing a great job, is, you know, taking a look at our pay, making sure that we are in a good spot to retain the talent that we've got, in addition to going out there and recruiting new talent. So HR is all over that. They're, they're doing a, a heck of a job looking and thinking outside the box. In addition to that, you know, from an operations standpoint, we're going out there and we're thinking outside the box too. Does it make sense to go hire another three CDL drivers or can we work with some of the folks that are already out there? You know, maybe our customer base who has some of their own trucks and uh, we work through them to get us help us make some of the fertilizer deliveries. So 
you know, it, it's a multi-pronged approach, but uh, we're we're facing it, and I think we're facing it well. Uh, I tell you, we're we're never going to be satisfied with. Uh, yeah, we've got all the drivers that we need, and we don't need anything more. I think if you ask anybody at any retail location, they could always use more drivers, and so we're struggling through it just like anybody else. But uh, I think we're holding our own and, and ensuring that uh, we're set up for the years to come. Are there technology tools? Is there software that you guys are using? Is there some data data analysis that's helping you guys? realize some opportunity in how you're optimizing the resources you have there? Yeah, you know, we, we from an operations standpoint, we try to keep it uh, as basic as we can. And kind of our four pillars that we really like to drive forward is number one, safety. Uh, number two, customer satisfaction or serviceability. Uh, number three, inventory management. And number four, you're kind of hitting on it right there is our asset utilization. How do we best drive value through the equipment that we've had that we have? And you know, does it make sense to continue to have 30 pieces of small equipment or do we begin to transform with our customer base and maybe look at larger equipment where it doesn't require uh, as much as many drivers as maybe what we needed in the past. So right. you know it's it's a, it's a transform with the customer base type deal for us. Yeah. So now I mean, Nelson, you bring that up and that is something I should highlight from when I was doing interviews around the retailer of the year, when Simplot Grower Solutions was the recipient a few years ago and just how prominent safety was at those locations that I visited out West um, as part of that interview. And it was just apparent that safety is just part of the culture at SGS. Oh yeah, with with without any doubt. I mean, we we use our care program, and we definitely drive that to the highest extent. And it's not just a, an EHS function. I mean, our EHS team does a fantastic job of supporting, but ultimately the onus is on every every one of us, whether that be sales, that be operations. It doesn't matter. Everybody understands that it's their responsibility, and they're held accountable for making sure that not only those around them, but themselves are in good shape physically, mentally, and uh, ensuring that everybody goes home, you know, maybe a little bit more tired than what they came to work, but definitely in the, uh, in, in good spirits and uh, intact. In yeah. So what would you say are the greatest challenges for ag retail from the seat where you sit going forward? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I kind of hit on it earlier. I think, uh, you know, if, if you want to look at a good uh, business minded person, look at a farmer because <laughs> they they typically outpace the people that service them from a consolidation standpoint, from a technology standpoint. So I think the biggest thing, and this probably impacts everybody in this business, not just Simplot Grower Solutions, but our biggest thing is ensuring that we're staying at the same pace as our customer base. So, you know, I guess a good analogy is a lot of these retail facilities that, that everybody's got, whether it be us or it be one of our competitors, were built back in the 70s, 80s, 90s. Right. It's, it's almost like a house being built back in the 70s, 80s, 90s. That new Yukon, that new Tahoe, whatever it is, isn't going to fit in that garage anymore. 
and and so it's probably a bad analogy, but it does have a a connection to what we're doing. I mean, we're taking a look at all of our facilities, saying, okay, do we need to go invest in certain areas and and drive a high efficient, you know, big location that's now going to service more growers than what it ever has in the past, or maybe not as many growers, but more acres. And so we're really taking a look at that and ensuring that we're on the, the cutting edge of not only driving capital to the areas that need it so that we can keep up with the service levels that our customers expect of us, but you know, you, you always hear technology and you hear data. Well, it's one thing to have it and to make it cool and to put in front of the growers, but these guys know quickly what technology is gonna drive value for them versus what's just cool and trendy. So it's really kind of diving into that piece of it as well and ensuring that what is being delivered to you, you can turn around and drive value for the customer base and and not necessarily inundate them with stuff that's just going to fill up apps on their phone or whatever it is. So, you know, I think sifting through this technology, this talk, excuse me, this technology piece is uh, is a big piece of it too, because everybody's wanting more data, wanting more technology, but it has to be valuable. No, well said, Nelson. So what is, what's the favorite part of your job? Ooh, uh, I think when I uh, first given the feedback for the 40 under 40, I'd said people, and I, I will definitely stick with that. The, the people of the ag industry are just awesome, blue collar, hardworking, intelligent folks that are, are fun to to be around and you know I think in that comment that I'd made I said it doesn't matter if it's somebody new to the business that's bringing ideas from other sectors of business or if it's somebody that's been doing this for 60 years there's so much to garner from other people that it's really really fun working in this industry the the other thing I'd say is being in a national job like I am there is always something going on so it doesn't matter if one of our areas got rain and they're you know a little bit slower this week there's another piece of our organization that is blowing and going so there there's never a moment of just kind of sitting on your hands waiting to see what happens next there's there's always a constant grind and i'm the type of person that you know enjoys the grind enjoys uh hopefully driving value and uh driving progression so you know, it's, it's, it's every day you wake up, there's something new that's hitting you. And there, there's a little bit of enjoyment in that. Well, you, you led into my next question perfectly, which is the catalyst for our conversation is that you were named a member of our 40 under 40 this past year. So congratulations on that. And in that same vein, what would you share with someone who is maybe in the early chapters of their career in ag retail? Ooh, uh, I could probably give you a, a lot of advice not to do. Um, but I, That'll work too. That'll work. <laughs> in all seriousness, I think the major thing that I, I see as a huge benefit to people nowadays is looking at this business from multiple perspectives. You know, mm. regardless if you want to be a crop advisor, you want to be an operations manager, whatever you want to be. I think that it is very, very important that you get to see the business for what it is, not what your vision of it, but 
you know, look at all of the pieces of the puzzle. Look at, you know, wh where the product's coming from, uh, how it's coming into your house, how you then go talk to the customer, what the customer is expecting of you. There's a tremendous amount of pressure on everybody within this business, whether that be the operations team that is servicing the crop advisor or the crop advisor that is servicing the customer. It just, it helps for everybody to understand all of the pressures, all of the asks, all of the things that each one of us are tasked with on a daily basis. And I think it drives for a much better understanding and ultimately drives value for you individually when you know all of the pieces that it takes to ensure that that customer is happy. Oh, that is so well said. So I, I would like to pose three kind of final questions for you. These are questions I like to ask everyone who comes on the podcast. And the first one would be, what might be one thing you wish you knew six months ago? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, probably the same thing that I wish I knew today. I, I, with, a lot, with a lot of our you know, products originating from overseas and stuff. I wish I could look into the future and know what the, the supply outlook is going to look like, whether that be fertilizer, that be crop protection. You know, it's, it's, we're very dependent upon a global supply chain here in the ag industry. Yeah. I wish I could predict what this thing's going to look like six months from now. So I definitely wish six months ago I could have predicted what it's going to look like today. Yeah, I think any insights into that crystal ball surrounding the supply chain is something everybody wished they had in their back pocket, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so second question, what keeps you up at night? Ooh, let's see. That's a good question. You know, I, you know, I guess because I've got uh, some responsibilities in the regulatory sector, mostly of DOT, mm -hmm. uh, trying to keep up with what's happening there from a regulatory standpoint. You know, things are becoming more difficult to get drivers hired, get them CDL uh, able, and it's becoming more expensive as well. So you talked about it earlier, the labor shortage that we've got, and we're so dependent upon CDL drivers within this industry. That's one of the major things is, is continuing to think outside the box and just staying up at night, ensuring that we've got some kind of a plan moving forward that we don't leave our customer base out there high and dry, that they yeah. can rely upon us, that we're going to get them the product that they need in a timely manner. No, well, well, thank you for sharing that. And then what would be one prediction, you can go bold here, okay, for the year ahead? Oh, let's see, bold prediction. It's not really bold, but I, I think our, our customer base is going to continue to evolve. They're going to continue to take a look at everything, even with higher input costs. Right. They're going to find a way to yield their way into um, continuing to, to own their farm or to lease their farm and continue to do what they love to do. So, you know, it, these guys, I mentioned it earlier, they find all kinds of adversity all of the time, but they, they find a way to either cut cost or out yield. And so I think that uh, they'll continue to do that. And, and hopefully we've, uh, we've continued to live up to their, their level of expectation here at Simplot Grower Solutions and delivering the products that they need. 
Yeah. A real belief in the customer's endurance. Nelson, thank you for sharing that. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Absolutely. Appreciate the invite. and Thank you for the time. So that is Nelson McCord. He is the manager of retail operations at Simplot Grower Solutions. I'm editor of the Scoop Margie Camp. And until next time, I hope everyone has a safe and productive growing season. Mm-hmm.